Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus bay Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road and Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the all right. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome all. 701 a.m. on a beautiful Sunday morning. And you are tuned in to the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or. You can follow us 24-7, 365. Share us with your friends at theoutdoorzone.com or the Outdoor Zone on iTunes or Spotcast, Spotify, Spotify <laughs> Facecast, and all the other ones, Instaface. Uh, so, and uh, my name is TJ Graney. Cody Ryan is uh, gearing up. He's in his practice days for the next Costa series in uh, i think good he's luck. in oklahoma good luck to him he left yesterday yes good yeah. luck to him beefsteak is in the house oh yeah and road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early make sure the gate gets open and the old pot belly stove gets cranked up and that we are able to technically do this show we could do it but we would just be sitting here <laughs> talking to ourselves sitting at looking at each other <laughs> like we used to do oh no that never happened. And it's the second day of whitetail deer season in the state of Texas for archers. Snuck up on us, didn't it? Yeah, you better go get some corn in your feeders. So dude. we were talking about that. You know, uh, one of my friends, he was uh, got a new place. Well, he actually set it all up, and it's about 50, 60 acres in uh, San Marcos. Yeah. And he set it up. A lot of he, deer. Uh, well, it's, a, it's enough. It's, you know. So not a two-buck, three-doe? Oh yeah, it I is. mean it's the same thing. You get um, the limits, the limit, right? But whether well, they're I running mean, I through just and wonder, it, I always judge my counties. If it's a two buck three doe county, then I figure oh, they must have plenty of deer around here somewhere. Yeah, you don't. If like it's that a one one, one buck, buck one and doe restrictions, or, yeah, and you know, all that stuff, then only it's like, outside the hmm, ears. Be lucky to kill one here, <laughs> or see one, or even see one. Yeah. yeah. Well, you definitely will probably see one there, but and there's a lot of pigs down there too. So he was so funny because. Uh, I shouldn't say funny, but it just struck me in a way of, 
I remember the kind of when I was getting set up like that and, and oh, to have that feeling again where you've got it set up. He's got camo hanging down. It's like a tree house, right? Right. And uh, and he's got face paint on and the whole, you know, Beautiful. drab, everything fully head to toe, right? Archery getting ready to go. We were having some conversations about whether or not a kid needed to have a archery endorsement on their hunting license or they do not. And uh, finally I was like, no way. And he's like, oh yeah, everything I read. Turns out that even, I even checked with Mr. Hall, the, the, the you know, top dog, right? And right, he, Parks and Wildlife. Right, and he, he affirmed that if you are a kid, you know, under 17, you do not need a archery endorsement in order to uh, shoot archery, you know, in the archery season and uh, hunt hunt deer you just need a standard hunting license and you can use a bow or until a 17 or mm-hmm. and uh and so oh to those days when we used to go out camo head to toe he got out there at like three fifty-two a.m <laughs> you know it's like yeah yeah i want to see the sun come up in four hours you know that kind of thing <laughs> and uh and maybe i'll see a pig or something like that you know and that, what a great feeling right oh man i remember and i and Oh yeah, I remember those beautiful days of of uh, it's yeah, it's just a different vibe. But I love that the energy, the spirit that comes with that early morning and that first time out and the get. I, I remember I'd hunt in a deer stand in a deer blind, like a two man deer blind, mm-hmm. with my kids sleeping at my feet. Oh yeah. And uh, and I'd get camoed up, and I'd spray with anti scent, and yeah, dirt. I'd yeah, all dirt my, be real, ca- yeah, and be real careful with all my stuff, and go out to the, you know, and I'm 150 yards away in a box, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, then I turn the heater on and get out the food and get the snacks for the kids, and <laughs> the cra- you know, the and crinkling. back then, and back yeah. then, you didn't have cell phone or video or any of that stuff. It was just uh, like yeah. I had like a little micro TV that we tried using one oh time so gosh. the kids could be, you know, entertained temporarily while. And uh, and I remember the uh, Dr. Buck, our buddy, um, years ago, I mean, he was always on the cutting edge and he had an iPhone and he had and he was showing hunting videos in the deer stand. Like <laughs> I had no idea what that was. That whole YouTube hunting video thing. That's pretty cool. I wish I would have bought some so uh, we, stock back then. So we're definitely see the, the transition there from one end to the other being fully camoed, getting out at 4 a.m. Right. And, and everything prepared to having snacks for the kids <laughs> in the blind, you know, and they probably well, were and then, like the crinkly, you know, all the, all the stuff that goes, <laughs> right yeah and then and then we get to the points like oh, second day of bow season i probably ought to go fill my feeders Put some corn in. <laughs> yeah i didn't get God, a chance i'm just gonna terrible. fill my pockets with corn throw it out there about mm, you know an hour after sunrise. i did now i did go out to the ranch where i'm gonna get to do a little bit of hunting this year and i did help them with the getting the bow stands had to move a bow stand because it was in a bad spot and we did a few things you know got some things ready so it's I just felt, hard when it's 100 degrees man it's september yeah, the first well, part of september but you just, just do it i mean you. you know sure. you just do it i know cody went out and we're gonna have 
Cody, I know you're listening. We're going to have you up here in just a minute. Um, but we, uh, we, we went out to his place or he went out to his place and got a feeder up and a bow stand and it's a brand new place. So he doesn't, you know, he's not real sure what's going on, but he's got his camera up and got everything. Again, up. that's the fun part, right? You know, getting set up, seeing what's on the camera. And by the way, cameras, I mean, nowadays, have you made the transition at all to the new either cellular ones that just send you the pictures i haven't but i know that uh but my potential son-in-law has (laughs) and he was showing me pictures off of his yesterday you know he's got uh, coyotes in it and all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. so uh, yesterday we were uh we drove to um drove to uh lagrange area yeah south of austin and while we were there we were uh we stop at bucky's and i almost always stop at bucky's and i was there yesterday had my 89 year old mom who's here for a couple of days visiting and just went inside there and just really enjoyed just shopping and i mean and it's packed full of people but you can still they have got it laid out and figured out so well that um that it just works. You can go in there and and uh, you know thumbs up to everything that they've got figured out there. And they're a Texas company, so we gotta love them. But um, they got an award for the like third or fourth year in a row out of two million votes. They got the best coffee for a quickie store, gas station store. Yeah, for stopping somewhere, right? Oh, that's two million <laughs> votes. I mean, that's over the Love's Truck Centers and Seven Eleven or any and, of that stuff. And that was by Gas Buddy, and so yeah. you know those people. They're uh, man, they're serious. Have you ever checked Gas Buddy before? No, before oh, so I mean, no, I have actually, I have, but it's been a long time. I hadn't thought about it until I saw that thing about Bucky's winning that award, and I thought. <laughs> Yeah, go buggies. So I, uh, yeah, you drive by a place and you're like, huh, two twenty. Oh, it's cheaper. You know, down where I am or not. Hey, you get on gas, buddy. Within two and within a minute, those people have posted the lowest price. You know, oh, you expect this? Expect? I mean, five minutes ago, people are on there religiously updating gas prices. It's pretty cool, actually. Wow. How do they get the numbers from all the gas stations all over the place? People just driving by? Either I mean, you're they have stopping. Like advocates, people that help them? Oh, yeah. They got they, like got regulators, man. You know? No just kidding. Just like the outdoor zone where, you know, you got followers that are like, I'm on, on top of this. I want to make sure everybody knows. So the same thing is they, they uh, Gas Buddy also, you know, took that poll of where the best you know restrooms are or where the best uh, uh you know coffee well and, let's uh let's go ahead and pull cody up because he just drove from austin to, maybe he stopped at bucky's and he could give us the lowest gas price and well he's in a, coffee i think he's in oklahoma cody can you hear us good morning can you hear me yeah 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 you're coming in great are Sound you great yep. are you driving to the boat launch I'm sitting at the boat ramp right now, watching boats go in, launch, and uh, yeah, I'm in Grove, Oklahoma. Hey, by the way, the Grange is east. We need to work on your directions when I get back. I'll get my <laughs> my daughter 
and I'll get you together, and we'll do like a little classroom setup. And okay. Well, if I can hang out with my granddaughter, I don't care what the excuse yeah. is. I think your granddaughter yeah, would probably well, teach him. I'll get, a, I'll get a chalkboard out and everything. It'll be good. Um, no, so I'm in Grove, Oklahoma, and uh, there's the FLW Coast event here. Uh, there's Brian Robinson right now. Brian Robinson was a Minnesota Vikings football player. He's in uh, transition season right now, trying to become a professional angler. Anyway, <laughs> he just launched his boat. Uh, yeah, the last coast event here, fishing is absolutely brutal, brutally tough. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's somebody's going to win and somebody's going to figure a little something out and catch some fish. So that's what I'm out here trying to do is trying to figure out how to catch a daggum old bass out here in Grand Lake of the Cherokees. Well, so, so. you're, um, your drive down there, are you? Do you see big gas differences? Are you trying to just trying to catch convenience in a place you can pull in with your boat? Or are you shopping gas prices on the way? You're probably not watching for a dime difference here and there, are you? No, you know. And to be honest, uh, I got my receipts right here. I can tell you. Uh, to be honest, you know, uh, for me, mine is mine's all. Uh, I have corporate accounts. Uh, that pay my fuel so i really to, to be 100 percent honest hadn't looked at the actual price in many years but here's uh waxahachie texas waxahachie texas i paid 275 that's diesel for, for diesel right and uh in muskogee oklahoma i paid 279 a gallon so four cents difference across uh and i and I saw two, I saw two fifty nine yesterday in Austin. Yeah, so looks like it's pretty consistent all the way across from here to there. So, uh, do you when you're are you worried about your gas for your boat too when you're because you're not filling up with gas here and then going there? I, I guess on the places where they pick to fish, there's places where you can get safe gas for your boat because i know that's always a concern guys freak out a little bit about making sure you get good gas yeah and grove we we're bass fishermen we always got a little bit of gas but uh (laughs) uh, grove grove oklahoma it's a fishing city fishing town i mean it's it's really centered around this lake here and uh yeah they've got non-ethanol fuel i just filled up with non-ethanol fuel that's the best way to do it. Nope. Yeah, and and uh, it's great. There's there's times I will fill up actually here in Oklahoma and tow the boat, you know, to the next place or or home with the non-ethanol fuel because it's so much better. Uh, and you can't find it back, you know, back there in Central Texas. Or I can't find it very. And if you do, it's very 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 expensive. Um, but uh, they got it just like regular fuel up here maybe a few cents more but uh nothing that breaks the bank you know considering it's so much better to leave in your boat and to and to use in your boat so uh, i take advantage of it while i'm up here and uh yeah so not a problem not a problem with fuel at all hey i was going to tell you opening day of uh bow season yesterday i did go out with my father-in-law a couple weeks ago 
you know, we were up at the ranch uh, a couple weeks ago at his place and filled up all the feeders and got stands ready and all that stuff. So I was really anxious to hear, you know, how he, so he goes up and, uh, and goes and sits in his bow blind that, you know, he's been prepping for, for a month. You know, he's still got that, still got that drive. Like you guys were talking about, uh, you know, that kind of dwindles sometimes, but he's still got it and got up early, got there, got in his bow blind. And the feeder didn't go off. Oh, <laughs> that is the worst. That. Batteries? Battery issues. Oh. Battery issues. I've so, yeah. yeah, I just thought, oh, no. So, I, you know, I texted him on the uh, when I got here. Said, How'd the morning hunt go? And, or, or yesterday. <clears throat> How'd the morning hunt go? And he goes, battery issues. Feeder didn't go off. I went, oh, now that. That's the worst. Yeah. Doing all the prep. To show up and the feeder not go off. So hey, well, let us take a break. You want? Are you going to launch? You going to stick around? You tell me. I'll, I'll hang out for a minute and uh, close it up on the other side. Okay, it's the outdoor zone. We are live in the bunkhouse talking hunting and fishing on the second day of archery season here in the state of Texas. We'll be back right after this at the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. Regulators, this is the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio. Thank you for being here with us. It's the road trip to the beach or to fish with captain gordon or the afternoon spent taking a few different left turns no matter where it is you get there you're going with a honda right now with affordable pricing on every new 2019 honda civic sport hatchback that made the 2019 car and driver 10 best for two years in a row with more enhanced performance and aggressive styling it's sure to turn a few heads while saving you some money. And never leave safety behind with Honda Sensing, our suite of safety and driver-assisted features like road departure migration, adaptive, adaptive cruise, and collision migration. So, if you're envious, don't be. Save at one of our Central Texas Honda dealers today for a great deal on a Honda Civic or making memories that will last forever. Hey, uh, so every uh, once in a while we have our buddy Captain Gordon Taylor on the line with us, uh, call in and tell us about what's going on on the coast. And uh, this week there was a it was a big week for Captain Gordon. I think his boat celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to you! It was pretty funny. And uh, but so I wanted Captain Gordon to call in and just give us an update on what's going on along the coast, and we'll try and get back with Cody. He's launching his boat and trying to get everything organized there, which is we never want to get in the way of his prep no. for the tournament. So uh, we'll circle back with him. But Captain Gordon. How you doing down there on the coast, buddy? Oh, we're doing great down here. How are you guys? No, we're good. We got a little bit of rain. Look like last night. I never heard it, but the ground was wet when we got up. So, 
Yeah, we still had showers everywhere. You know, just these little popcorn showers that pop up. But, boy, it sure has been good. It feels good when you get a little drenching out there after it's been so hot. Oh, my uh, god! I don't mind it at all. <laughs> so how's the fishing been down there? And how's your boat doing? And how, how was the birthday celebration? <laughs> that was it funny. Was a great celebration for my boat, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <clears throat> but, uh, no, fishing's been good down here. Right now, it's we're getting into the time of year where I was listening to you guys with the hunting thing. Boy, I really appreciate you guys being out there hunting and leaving the water alone. So we have <laughs> it's not as crowded. <laughs> wow! But the fishing's been good. We've been I've had a lot of wade fishermen lately that want to go out and chunk some lures out there, and we have been catching some really nice trout. We're catching a. Every trip, we're catching at least one to two trout that are over 25 inches out there. Holy and, cow. Uh, yeah, and everybody's getting their limits. And mostly it's been trout. You'll, you'll find a school of reds every now and then, but we've been targeting some really good trout, nice ones. So are, uh, are they throwing topwater, or what are you throwing? Well, we've been throwing a little bit of everything. Uh, we start out early in the morning with a – one guy will start with soft plastic, and the other guy will start with a, a small suspending lure, and then another guy top water, and then we kind of see which one's going to work off the bat. And lately, it's just been the suspending lures. We've been using a real, the tiniest mirror lure you can find that's in a bone color with kind of silver ribs on it. And we've been chunking that thing out in deep water as far as you can. Just let that thing fall all the way down to the bottom. And I'd say about a third of the time, it's taking off before it even hits the bottom, almost like you're using bait out there. And uh, But once you start that slow little retrieve, you just feel that bubble, bubble, and you just reel down and hammer them. And if that's what's been working for us. Oh, God, just thinking about that, the way you were talking about that, yeah. gave me the goosebumps. The like, hammer on it, yeah. I mean, I, there's nothing... I like better. I mean, I I enjoy the outdoors a lot, and there's a fer- certain couple of parts and pieces I like. I like spring bass fishing on Lake Bastrop with some uh, frogs and stuff like that with Cody, and I love wade fishing. I just there's just something about being standing out in that water, and you never know uh, what you're gonna get either. That's, mm-hmm. that's saltwater. So are fishing. they? Uh, do you uh, do you keep the uh, trout eggs and fry them up you do anything like that well i don't do that but i do have some clients that will do that i also have a asian client that i take out pretty regularly and his mother-in-law loves to make soup out of the fish eggs when i fillet those fish and it's a nice trout and you can tell it's a female uh he makes sure when i fillet i gotta be real careful not to cut that egg sack then I'll cut both ends off, and he'll put them carefully in a baggie so his mother-in-law can make soup, which I, I haven't ever tried yet. But he says it's out of this world, and he keeps the mother-in-law happy. So that, that works for me. Golly. <laughs> well, you're a pretty good cook yourself. I see you post on your Facebook page some pretty cool stuff <laughs> where, you, where you're frying up some stuff for grilling. And uh, what was it you made the other – you made something the other day that was, you were bragging about and taking pictures of and – <laughs> well, I made a, a pecan pie cheesecake. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, that went along with the 
cilantro lime rice with avocado chunks in it that we had too. So yeah, I, I mean, I do 95% of the cooking at the house. I, I enjoy doing that. It's fun. Yeah. Well, so, uh, Fishing's good. If somebody wants to come down there to the coast, is now a good time to come down there and fish with uh, to fish with you? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Just like I was saying, there's a lot of people now that have, have gotten off the water. They're going to start, you know, hunting now. It's That's a big thing right now is everybody's going to be doing a specialty type of hunt. And uh, the duck hunting season will get started shortly, too. And uh, But, man. The waters are wide open. You can go out any day now. The weekends aren't even as crowded on the water. Uh, weekdays, you might see one or two boats out there all day, and everybody will leave you alone. So you can do anything you want, whether you want to do the waiting, whether you want to go out and chunk some popping quartz with live shrimp. Everything's working right now. The drum, the trout, the redfish, it has just been great out there so anybody come on down let's go do it okay that sounds like an invite that's what i'm thinking he, he brought so, that all up just for us so right? the uh one of the things that i always did uh for cody when he was growing up and it may have been a detrimental because now he's the professional bass fisherman but uh, for his birthday i took him out of school every year and uh we went fishing and what a great gift that'd be for a kid, boy or girl, to take them out of school on their birthday, come down there to the coast, and go fishing with Captain Gordon, uh, Gordon Taylor, for a day. Or a sidekick. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're, you're hammering that, aren't you? <laughs> Man. Well, yeah. Gordon, See? We that's right, Gordon. Down here. He's on my side. <laughs> Gordon Taylor, What? how do people get in touch with you if they want to go fishing with you? Well, just... Call me on my cell. That's probably the easiest thing to do. It's 361-319-0099. That is by far the best way to reach me. And uh, text me, message me, whatever you want to do. I'm on Facebook, too. And uh, What's your just, Facebook, Captain Gordon Taylor or Gordon Taylor? Gordon Taylor. Okay. And you, you'll find me. You'll see all the fish pictures. It, I'm one of the easiest people to find on there, especially with my name, so. Well, well, we'll we'll put it up on our Facebook too. I'll get Beefsteak to do that for us, and well, we sure do appreciate you. And, and be safe out there. We'll come down there and, and hang out with you and do a little fishing, so we can talk about it one on one and uh, have a blessed day. One on one. Wait a minute. I thought it was. <laughs> I, I thought there was an open invitation. Oh here, my buddy. God. All well, right. It is. You guys need to get down here, okay? I, we've, I've been promising you, and of course, there's always something that seems to come up. But yeah, let's get out here while the weather's good and everything. Y'all give me some dates and let's do it, okay? All right. Gordon Taylor, Captain Gordon Taylor, giving us our coastal report. He's the official coastal reporter and guide on the Texas coast for us. You can catch him at 361 319 or Gordon Taylor on Facebook, Captain Gordon Taylor on Facebook. Hey, McBride's Guns, with the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shop. The one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns has a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. Looking for your personal carry or a referral for a class? One place, McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years. Corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns is your 
hometown gun shop. All right, take a break. We'll be back on the flip side with news of the weird. You don't want to miss this. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in a bunkhouse. Hello, I'm Forrest L. Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Austin's hottest new restaurant to Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Mm. Beefsteak approved. Oh, yeah. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional cuisine, coastal cuisine, combining flavors of Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have uh, they have a menu with like 12 or 15 or something different oysters on it. Uh, yeah, that was pretty it cool, wasn't amazing. it? amazing. They have some incredible desserts. Everything that we had over there, we just absolutely fell in love with. Um, and we want to encourage you, go by and see our friends over at the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Uh, Rick Wahlberg was on the show last week, and He's just good people uh, right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. lo- they're located at 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y in Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. You can get all the details. Follow them in, on Facebook, or just go to shoreatx.com, shoreatx.com to get all the information on Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So this isn't necessarily total outdoors, but I thought it was interesting. So... You know what a labradoodle is, Road Rash? You know what a labradoodle is? Sadly. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the They're cutest could be. and But I never gave it much thought. And But the guy, uh, Mr. Conran, uh, the guy who bred the two, the Labrador and the Poodle, so he was given the task. He, ha- he was a dog guy, and he mm-hmm. was challenged with the task of trying to help a lady whose husband she they wanted a dog but his her husband was allergic to dog hair he was blind so they wanted a seeing eye dog right well and one that could so, help out. and one that he wouldn't be allergic to correct right yeah. so they need a service dog that had to be just right so he tried this different thing eventually he bred a labrador and a poodle and came up with these and only one of the three was usable in this that the guy wasn't allergic to and right. was trainable and um but since then it just kind of took this whole labradoodle and you know all these mixed breeds and stuff kind of took off and uh today he he is just absolutely beside himself because he said now it's just this weird deal where people are mixing dogs and it's you know it's it's gone into this thing where it's a fashion statement it's mm-hmm. not a service it's not done for a reason a service reason but it's just a fashion statement and a lot of these dogs are coming out mentally deranged yeah. and yeah. you know physically impaired and all these mixed breeds and uh he's really uptight about it yeah, i mean they're not stable 
right? They're not mentally stable. He said, people ask me, he said, I've done a lot of damage, Mr. Conran said, told the Associated Press. I've created a lot of problems. People ask me, are you proud of yourself? I tell them, no, not in the slightest. I've done so much harm to pure breeding and made my many charlatans quite rich and made many charlatans quite rich, he said. I wonder in my retirement whether we bred a designer dog or a disaster. (laughs) See, he's finally getting this off his chest, you know. He's uh, th- this has weighed him down for so long. Yeah, people, w- what it was meant for. I mean, get, think about it, right? Standard poodle, get big poodle, right? Right. And then, uh, and then a Labrador. Well, and now they've got them in their. If they weren't so dang cute, you know, they got these little. <laughs> get the muffin the, head. Oh yeah. man, they got these little ones, and I'm like, oh god, that's the cutest dog. That's we're gonna have one of them. That's the old guy talking in me. That's, that's <laughs> over happened? 60, dude. Oh. Hey, uh, so you saw on the news this big thing uh, that the liberal press put out there. They were pounded on cult manufacturing, yeah. stopping production of the AR-15. Mm-hmm. And so I spent some time looking into that and really wanted to know, well, why would they do that? Why, You know, are you just – falling in line with the did they put a beto sticker on come the, on, on and, each one but when from. i dug into it i realized that didn't it that didn't even close to the reason why no so the reason why colt quit producing the ar style rifle and for public so it is the most popular firearm in the country with 16 million americans owning them the AR name. Now, write this down, guys. This is this is the exact answer that you get asked this question. You hear the BS all the time. The AR name stands for the original manufacturer of the rifle, Armalite, which eventually sold the rights to the AR fifteen the, of the AR fifteen to Colt, which modified it and sold it to U.S. military as the M16 automatic rifle. Colt then made a civilian version, which is why the AR-15 is often confused with a military weapon, but it is just a cosmetic veneer. So it's just like any deer rifle, semi-automatic deer rifle. It just has the look of a military firearm where I'm seeing a lot. And now I'm seeing a lot of guys out hunting with them. Oh, yeah. They're using the really nice scopes on them. And, but so they, the reason why they quit, decided to quit making them for consumers is because the market's flooded with them. Everybody's making an AR style, Armalite style rifle now. And, uh, and they said, we just, the margins aren't there where we can make money. And we have, we have contracts with, uh, foreign governments to make military style rifles and they have all these different contracts and they said we just didn't want to invest continue to invest in a in, in a in a product that the margins weren't there anymore but they wanted to focus on the military aspect of what they were doing right, right because the mart because they'll make money there I think, they're a company i think they got till a contract's for all those different countries you talked about, right? Jordan, yeah, Afghanistan, Hungary, Afghanistan Kuwait. Hungary, Jordan, Kuwait, Lebanon, and, and you, the U.S., $42 million just to the U.S. 
and they want to build the rifles. <laughs> They're going to make some money. And so they said, well, we're just going to put it off if the market comes back. We'll start them up again. Right. And the and the liberal press they had you thinking that it was Beto yeah, that got that to happen. And, but it wasn't. It was all pricing and stuff. So I just thought... That was really interesting, and I thought it was good information to get out there to our regulators so they have the correct information. And they're, you know, because you're not getting that on your. And that lady, I think you or your wife posted that about the lady on C SPAN that talked about the AR 15, and she had a very passionate advice. She was saying, hey, a doctor, if you just treat the symptoms, you aren't really a good doctor. You have to go look for the root cause. And I've done that with this AR debate and came back and told about her mother who uh, who was not able to handle a, a handgun very well, couldn't even hit it six yards. But she put an AR in her hand and she put a fist size grouping together right in the middle. It's home defense. It is easy for everyone to use well, and adjustable. It just feels right. But the antis would tell you that you shouldn't have a gun in your house at all. Just call 911. Oh, my. So, hey, bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off new Ram trucks. That's Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the Ram 1500. Better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and 100 more safety features. And not to mention, they can haul 12,500 pounds. If that wasn't enough, you still have Nile Maxwell's personal promise, the promise he's been making for over 30 years to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Supersized selection and savings at the number one Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online, com. All right, when we come back, it's Game Board and Field Notes on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Uncle Ted. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. We are always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Yep, even Cody served up some delicious bass oh. at his at our family party the other day. No. He collected them for a while, and man, that, that guy can fry up some fish, I'm telling you right now. Wow. you got to get him to do that for you. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service shop nearest you. Check out one of our loca- one of their locations, our family locations, one over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Track them at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. Bad boys, what you want? 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. That's a good one for you. Be very, very quiet. We're hunting snakes. <laughs> Late one evening, two Trinity County game wardens noticed a truck driving slowly near Alabama Creek Wildlife Management Area. After following the suspicious vehicle for a while, the truck stopped on a bridge and one of the passengers began shining a spotlight out of the windows. The war- wardens watched the vehicles for a few miles, then initiated a traffic stop. Six people were in the truck along with snake capture bags, a bucket marked for venomous snakes and snake catch poles. The wardens advised them of the hunting rules and regulations and cited them for appropriate charges, including hunting reptiles reptiles from a roadway. I didn't know there was snake bags, for, but that makes sense because you always see them sure. stick them in bags and... Uh, I know back when I was a kid and we'd walk the bios in Houston, we'd just grab them water moccasins and I don't know what we'd – I don't think we – I guess maybe we put them in a bucket, but I don't remember five-gallon buckets being around back then. I'm sure they were, but – Just didn't stick them in your hat? I don't know what we did with them, but we or caught you. a big old water, water moccasins back then, hauled them around. Hey, snakes are – you just got to get them behind the, the head, right? That's right. You just pinch them. Oh, that's bit. right. Yeah. They can't do nothing without that but they freak you out second second day of archery season here in the lone star state and if you haven't got geared up or if you've been out this weekend and you need to adjust make some adjustments uh maybe you slung a bunch of arrows like uh somebody i know (laughs) pointing at myself and you need to replace the ones that you've been slinging uh archery country they're the only real archery shop in Central Texas. They're the only ones with the full-size range. They have all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. How about a crossbow? You can hunt archery season with the crossbow. Archery Country has the best brands and all the gear to get you up and hunting with the crossbow. 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. So, yep, second day of deer season archery. Have you seen anybody post any pictures? I, I mean, for weeks I've seen elk pictures sure. and uh-huh. a lot of people slamming. And No, I'm not getting – everybody's asking. People will go out, you know, yesterday, and they're all going, what would you get? And this guy, you know, of course, the same one. I keep asking, what would you get? No answer. Just crickets from everybody i don't know you know it hasn't quite turned yet i don't know man you know maybe the the weather got a little weird um, <laughs> yeah, yeah all yeah. those oh, excuses. it was something like that it yeah was and it couldn't like have been that. smell camo getting late to the blind couldn't have been that right well who who was jim yeah uh-huh so jim shout out to you for getting to the stand at yeah 3.06 a.m. Hey, <laughs> I think it's 3.52. So. Shout out to all those but folks still. out there that are getting ready, getting church ready, setting up the parking lots, making the coffee and all that stuff. We appreciate you guys getting ahead of us on that. Uh, all right, so when we come back on the flip side, we got Herman Broom with Texas Outdoor Riders Association, Peter Report, and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse. 
every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm out of here.